lords, my ladies, and everybody else here not sitting on a cushion. Well, we have a rather curious subject this morning. To study our heritage from the past is not simply a waste of time, because most of that heritage is still with us. I think it's, it's important to live life with a knowledge of its mystery and of your own mystery. And it gives life a, a new zest, a new balance, a new harmony to do this. The human story is much more complicated and much more mysterious than we've been taught. We need to wake up as a human species. We need to become our own leaders. This is, the, in my view, the next step forward. When people find out what it is that's ticking in them, they get straightened out. We can win the fight, but we can win a little every day. And every day when we make the smallest victory, there will be a little more of happiness and a little less of pain. Every day, one step forward, even a small decision, will strengthen us for another one tomorrow. And gradually, these right decisions will bring us enlightenment and companionship in the spiritual adventure of existence. All the settings are good. All right. Well, we're here. We're here. We are here. We are here. Indeed. Welcome to Wayfinder, everybody. JC. Welcome, everybody. Jeffrey. Hello. Hello, hello. Um, we, uh, we've got Jeff Sullivan with us. Such a super fucking special visit. I am so stoked to have you here, man. We, uh, Jeff is, uh, is a good friend of ours. It's like family. And uh, he's a very, very talented visionary artist, painter, musician. And um, Jeff came in from New England this week, and then mm -hmm. we're going to head out to California together in a couple of days to go to the Optimistic Mansion in Venice Beach mm -hmm. with a bunch of fascinating, conscious, elevating folks out in sunny California. Absolutely. I assume it's going to be funny and sunny and all that. Mm -hmm. Mike, here. Go fist distance to Mike. Something okay. close to yeah. that. Yes. There it is. Make make love to the mic. That sounds much So much better. we're going out to Optimistic. I'm gonna unplug this shit and it's gonna make a crinkle. Do it. Oh, that wasn't bad. That really Not wasn't bad. bad. Yeah, With the reverb, it sounds yeah. nice, like most You know, usually when you pull out it's a lot more painful than there that. There are not enough people unplugging instruments in songs. Yeah, <laughs> it needs to be make that a thing. We just unplug instruments. It's I'm like going to do the unplugging today. So you guys are going out <coughs> to Venice Beach, mm -hmm. Venice Beach, uh, Brandon Beachum, mm -hmm. Positive Head Podcast. Yeah, you guys go um, check out the Positive Head Podcast if you're, you're not doing that already. You're presenting art. Yes. You're, you, you've got stuff flown out I there. Have art that was created and shipped. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was such a big to do to get it from New England all the way out there. Oh, and, I bet. Uh, yeah, I was talking to you and you were like fucking stressed to the hilt. It, it's just getting big, it all framed it's a up. Big production. It's a big production. If it was in Connecticut, never mind halfway across the country. And how big? Um, uh, you were you were describing, and so we'll retread that. But but you've got a piece that you've sent out there. Mm -hmm. How big? Like. 
It is, or is it, was four, it one piece? four feet wide by five feet high. That's huge. So bigger than me. And it, <laughs> the depth is like the d- it's like three inch depth. It's yeah, a giant piece on of, a piece of wood. Piece do you have wood. a do you have a specifications for the wood that you like to paint on? Nah. Mainly is Home, it, home is Depot. It, is it, it, is it plywood? It, ha- it has to be like high quality ply. Okay. You know, sometimes I'll um, more often than not I'll find a. a a piece that I can reclaim and and utilize. That's cool. And um, I try to do that as much as I can, but sometimes that's not feasible. So it's off to selecting the most, the strongest and most durable piece I can acquire. Fair enough. I dig it. I dig it. Your art is crazy to me. When I first saw it, it's kind of, it's a story we talk about a lot, but Mm. like uh, it's, I had a Walter Russell quote, this has been like two and a half years ago, I think. Mm. And I have a, a Walter Russell quote. I love Walter Russell. Everybody knows that, right? So um, this quote was so cool. And this quote was basically talking about how the we are not our bodies. We are just the body is the instrument of, mm. of, the, of the divine, right? Mm. And just like a, um, a piano player is not the player. A piano is just a piano. So mm. are we not our bodies or whatever. It was way more eloquent than that, right? Mm. But I, I, I had that quote, and uh, it was like I wanted the perfect image to put that quote on. And I searched for like two weeks, and then I found this beautiful quote on Google Images after mm. like searching for two weeks, like every day. Like, ah, I don't want to just put this quote on anything. Interesting that you found it on Google, too. Yeah, well, you know, and the question is like where – now looking back, where was, <coughs> where was it that I found it, right? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. So you're, that, that painting you did, Dis- Dissolution of Form, hmm. popped up. And by the way, you guys need to go follow um, Jeff on Instagram at Jeff Sullivan Art. Two L's in Sullivan. Jeff Sullivan Art on Instagram. You can see his artwork. It's just absolutely amazing. Uh, real quick technical thing. JC, check and make sure that GarageBand is closed on there. Sure. Looks like it might be open. We're having way too much fun over here, and we're just kind of half-assing this whole thing just enjoying ourselves guys so bear with us a couple windows open there yeah we got a few <laughs> got a few extra windows open we like to try to yeah. try to minimize that as much as possible mm. um but so i found this this image and it's it's we'll, we'll have to show it we'll edit this into the youtube mm. so anyone who's on watching this on youtube can see the video uh and see uh, we're gonna we're gonna splice in some images of yours. Oh, yeah, awesome. of, of of a lot of things that we do, and I know a lot of people listen on iTunes and SoundCloud. I would highly recommend that when you're listening to this, if it happens to be audio, we'll make it as uh, as good as we can to describe what we're talking about when we talk about your artwork. But mm. it is something to behold. It is, it is something it. to be seen. Thank you. Got to experience it. You know. But uh, it's mm. it's powerful stuff. So I, I posted it on Instagram, and I had this quote, and this Walter Ru- Russell quote. And then somebody in the comments after I posted it, everybody was like, oh, this is a great quote. It's a great image, whatever. You know, and I'm just like a fucking dipshit at this point in my life. I, I had no idea that there was, like, an artist behind this. When was this? Uh, two and a half years ago. Two and a half years ago. Yeah, yeah. So I had, you know, I had no thought mm. went out to the artistry that went into creating this image. I'm like, oh, the internet just spontaneously generates images. This looks cool. This fits. <laughs> you know what it, I mean? It does do that, yeah. As, as, yeah. as an artist, this has got to be, like, the most offensive stance ever <laughs> in the world to hear someone express. But, like, 
I just thought, man, the, the internet just surely spontaneously generates these images, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm so thankful the uh, internet spontaneously generated this badass image. It, I tell you, it's it's a wonderful tool to, sh- to share for, for everybody. And, you know, you kind of need to take the self out of yeah. the sharing because people are going to um, just crop your name off it. 90% of the time anyway. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was a hard thing to, to... To stomach to, in the beginning? Yeah, because I was... I would... This is before I started watermarking things. So I would just shoot it out there, and then I would see it circulate again. So so how... So the name's off of it, you know? And I'm like, yeah. oh. how How long into creating your style that you have cultivated now to the social media platform, which, what, 10,000 people which is an amazing accomplishment how, mm. how long from the creation of the style that you have embodied that that is jeff sullivan was the instagram platform and in in this conversation and and you, going on to do the things that you're you know I, I haven't been on instagram that long really um a couple couple years i think um maybe like four years maybe yeah that, that makes sense, though. That's you were, your following was a lot smaller when we met. Oh yeah, it was like a couple, a couple hundred folks probably. Yeah, wasn't, and, wasn't uh, a whole lot of people. You know, but it, I thought it was really cool because it's it's all images, and I didn't really know anything about it until I, you know, was out in the community and someone's like, "Oh, you should, you should post your stuff on Instagram." And I'm like, "What the, what the hell is Instagram? Why would I do that?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it was just like ah oh, it's another platform i have to figure out how to work now mm-hmm. but it's a great platform it is for an it's artist, user user friendly yeah. and uh well, it, it's art forward i mean it, everybody's it is. taking pictures and yeah. the pretty pictures and the pretty pictures mm-hmm. get projected forward into the instagram yeah world. it's just so. that i'm i'm kind of stubborn when it comes to new technical things i'm just like oh, i get that it's gonna take time away from making art you know <laughs> right so I really want to spend that, you know, but I was like, well, in the, in the spirit of sharing and connecting with a wider audience and, and, and look, look where we are now because of yeah, yeah. that seed, you know, uh, it, it just reiterates the, the positive, um, effect of, you know, it the, works. the online community. You know? It totally it's, works because yeah. it's a tool. Well, it's that's a new tool. Mm-hmm. And that's where it went because I, I, you know, I posted that image with a quote on it, having no idea that Jeff Sullivan existed or that a human being, you know, no thought to the fact that a human being was behind the creation of this beautiful, um, you know, piece of art. Mm. And then somebody slides in the comments. They're like, Hey man, give credit to the artist. And they tagged Jeff Sullivan. And I went click. Fuck. There's like a whole page of this kind of art. And this, there's a human mm. being that's creating this and i just i just scrolled through and i felt like it your art hits this this it slides into this this primal layer of 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 people's consciousness everyone i talked to about your art it certainly hit me this way and i thought you know you know this is just me that that's reacting Mm. this way to it you know and it's like Mm. this there's some deep thing there like from before i was born you know Mm. like that this this the landscapes that you create this uh, super primal um, cosmic sort of space mm. that uh, I, it just resonated with me at the deepest level of my consciousness and I couldn't explain it but it was profound it still mm. is and then I started like passing it around to people I showed it to JC and I'm like what do you think oh it's jarring it's, it's absolutely ju- it's jarring. jarring yeah it's like this is fucking weirdly it, it makes you gasp yeah. for a second when it when it hits you it's mm. weirdly resonant and so. 
you know, we were working on the online store at that time. Of course, we took a long break from working on that. Mm -hmm. Now about to launch that at wokeshop. Congratulations, by the way. Well, thank you so much, man. And that was when the, when the idea was first being hatched before we'd really taken That's any steps. That's one of the first things we discussed, actually. That's well, yeah. I was like, I, you know, we have this online store that we're working on, and uh, we're about to start working on. Mm. And um, I just felt like it was a synchronistic thing to discover your art at that time. So I was like, all right, get mm. a hold of this guy. So I shot you a DM. We got on the phone. We mm. talked. We hit it off. And I was like, just whatever we can do to get your artwork into the hands, in front of the eyes of as many people as possible, it's just going to make the world a better place, right? Mm. Because I. I'm a big believer, and I know that you are, that, that art elevates consciousness. Mm-hmm. or Well, art impacts consciousness, mm-hmm. right? Depending on how you how you steer your intention and the... You feel it. You feel the you art, feel man. You feel it. Mm. You feel it. There are things that reach out to you, and they connect with you, and all of a sudden, especially if you're like on a journey to raise your level of consciousness, yeah. right? Mm. Something like that hits you, and it resonates. Mm. And so he found the resonance, passed that on to the community of people that he was surrounded by. Mm. It it, it was impactful. Mm. Yeah. The more people I can get, you know, in front of your art, the better. That's that's how I see it. It's just, but it's the same with any other incredible, talented, conscious, elevating artist, Trevor Hall, Mm. you know, Paul Isaac. um, Oh, yeah. Who you know personally. We've, we got to, and that's another thing too. Like we talk a lot about the musicians and stuff on this show, but. Mm -hmm. Um, we we got to spend a, a day with with Paul Isaac. If you guys don't know who Paul Isaac is, go check out Trevor Hall, Paul Isaac, Sat Song, Nako. We talk yeah, about tremendous these guys. players for sure. Awesome guys. Yeah, and we 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 had to, we had this beautiful experience together back in August. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it August? I think so. You don't. I'm gonna know. nod yes. Yeah. <laughs> Timelines. I don't know. Right brain does not compute. <laughs> Respect. Respect. <laughs> Respect. Not so, on, not online. Yeah, never we, is. <laughs> we uh, so we, we we had a friend of ours. Um, we we put on this music little sort of mini music show mm-hmm. thing up in the the beautiful majestic woods of Sleepy Hollow in mm. New England, and that's in Connecticut. Sleepy Hollow Road in North Stonington. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely magical little spot. Yeah, and um, and Paul Isaac and Will Evans came out, mm. and uh, just to see you. You know, one of my best friends and one of my favorite artists in the world mm. sitting there with Paul Isaac, another one of my favorite artists, mm-hmm. uh, and really like the first conscious like player that I met, you know, in that space. Mm. Um, to see you guys, we had this magical moment in the garden, and we're actually working on a little uh, film for you guys where you guys can go on the YouTube and, and see, you know, clips and the story of this magical weekend that we spent out there together. Um, but to, to share that space in the garden with you and Paul Isaac, and, and you had a hand drum. And yeah, Paul's, it, was, it, was tr- it was tremendous, yeah. Yeah, Paul's singing and playing, and it was it was sunny. It's this beautiful, magical spot. You know, we're waiting for the rainbow, <laughs> you know, because the sun would, would be over here and, and the rain, and it was just like, I think because of the mountainous area we're in and the amount of ginormous trees that are everywhere, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't present itself, but yeah. you could feel that it was on the verge of it was there. displaying. I think it showed up at one point, but what's crazy to me is that whenever Paul sings, you know, he calls in thunder. Mm. I've watched some videos of his on YouTube, mm. and he he literally starts singing, and thunder will roll in during like really impactful parts mm. of the song. And it had happened when we were out there at uh, mm. out there at Sleepy Hollow. Sounds like a great time, it's guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's really disappointing. <laughs> sorry, sorry to rub it in, <laughs> but. But you're the, coming next year. Here's here's the everybody stone. needs to come. Here's the stone getting thrown in the pond and the ripples mm. making the impact farther than you can see is 
literally my daughter would go, hey, play that song. And it's you and Paul playing and him singing a song. Mm. And we don't we don't we don't go to, to Spotify or iTunes and listen to his album, which mm. is great. But there's this personal experience. There's there's you. There's him. It's it's Adam. It's Uncle mm. Adam to her, you know, filming this on the phone. And there's this mm. energy that came about from this thing. And, and it just it, from that moment that you guys talk about so specially, it mm. has grown out to people that weren't even there. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's directly impacted other people. And that's, wow. that's the cool video that we're, we're trying to make. We want that impact to hit. Yeah. But my, I will literally pick my daughter up from school and we're driving home. And she goes, can you put it on? Oh, <laughs> you know? And so that's, uh, and, that's, and that's the, 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 the truth of, the the energy that that's there in, in music and in art you know and children are very much attuned mm-hmm. to that so it's like can you raise my raise my frequency for a minute dad yes. yeah yeah bring that's it over it. here and they don't know they're asking for that <laughs> right but that's exactly that's what, what they what's need happen- yeah that's it's what like they want. Want. yeah you know and um and it, and it shows the, the power of improvisational expression because yeah. that's all that was i have no no way of knowing where he was going. How many times before that? And I know you have uh, um, uh, a history with playing drums and jazz band and things like that. Mm. How many times have you just randomly got up on stage and performed for a bunch of people you didn't know? Actually, it happens more often than you think. Oh, <laughs> well, but you've never cool. played with Paul. Never. Yeah, I'm, I'm not all that familiar with his with his music at you, that time. You had never really. I heard knew who he was, and and I was like, oh, great. But it wasn't like. Oh my god! You know, and maybe that would have that would have the off factor would have been like, oh my god! You know, I, I have and, this. Um, I have discovered that it is easier to approach people like that without any concept or preconceived notion mm. of who that person is. Mm. It's just another person, and that's how everybody should be and should approach everybody. Yeah, it's tough. Let's say, like, if I walked up to um, um, Jennifer Aniston or some, you know some some super famous person, mm. I would be like, "Oh, I, I watch you on Friends for people you know, know you." Yeah, 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 and I wouldn't be you authentic. Right. right, it it'd be harder. It's harder because there's this thing that is is carried. Maybe it's because so many people see them, and we're all looking through everyone else's eyes anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. and more eyes have seen them, and we're mm. tapping into this conscious thing that's circulating right. through all beings well yeah it's like they, they become a talisman in themselves right so it's people give them the energy you know that's a good damn i never thought about it that way yeah but it's like people have infused these people with their energy by watching them looking at yeah them and, and just because we don't we, we don't personally know these people or don't know the people who know them or have seen them and watched them so many times we're still connected to them because yeah. we're still part of this the web the web you know and it, i think that's why it's so important for music and art to be shared because the more people know about it and the awareness is created you'll know too yeah. eventually because right. you're we're all tapped you, in. you saw a counterpoint in the other person and then you guys had some sort of language and it, it felt mm. very natural for you i wasn't there but from what i've seen of the videos and mm. stuff to me you didn't feel like I, I'm trying I, to keep up with this no. person who's establishment. You, yeah, we're jamming. You guys were just yeah, jamming. Just, it was just having a conversation. It's a symbiotic and, um, relationship. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, music is 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 a uh, conversation. You know, and you're kind of just, yeah. you know, and and it's one of those things. It's like you know, drums not always get the um, get to journey into the higher realms of melody and harmony. Mm-hmm. 
it's much harder to do that. Yeah, you sure. Know? So it's like you lay down the the groundwork. Yeah, and, yeah. And and create a bridge so so the melody and harmony can 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 shine on and 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 fly around. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've become accustomed to. I've trained for many years to understand how the mechanics of it, how rhythm operates. And so, so you're a fucking master of it, man. Um, I've <laughs> oh, seen geez. you play. Um, also, one of the most humble people I've ever met. I love you so much. Oh, um, love you too, man. But uh, you know, you you are a master of it. I've seen you play a full drum set and just destroy it, right? And I've seen you play a fucking hand drum and just and kill it. I, I when, when we first started hanging out and you pulled out your hand drum, I'm like, what the fuck? Why does he have a hand drum? Like, what's he gonna do with a hand drum? What's what's the point in this? Like, right. wh- get your drum set. Show me a thing. Define a hand drum real quick for me because. I'm I call it not a bongo. The only person. Yeah, it was it was a, the the djembe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ten, well, the ten one that was, was on the floor. Ten. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's a djembe, you know. Um, I, I, you know, djembe, JC. Yeah, djembe. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a um a carved block of wood. Okay. Um, with a often an animal skin hide, fully stretched around the diameter and mm-hmm. woven to keep it super strong and while at the same time creating a, a nice melodic timber that vibration the that vibration you need to make the yeah okay. and it's okay. not they're not often tunable but if they're woven right they have a nice nice appealing tone well, that's, sure. that's exciting that, yeah. that the, the instrument is is created and then you have to find the sound within it versus um, we we had a conversation about tuning like a, a commercial drum set like a pearl drum set mm. and how difficult that I found that to be with finding those right harmonies. Mm. I, I almost find a simplicity in the idea of this is how this sounds and let me find where the noises are. Yeah. That I, but, make. I mean, it, there's so many different ways to, to get into that. You know, there's so many different drums and so many different expressions of rhythm sure, that could be sure. expressed. It's endless, but hand drums are, are really, and this is something that the younger me was like, ah, oh, so boring. It's not a full drum set with really? cymbals and chinas and stacks and double bass and pedals everywhere. So it was, I didn't really have much of an attraction to it. I, I was like, like at the last resort and there was verses playing on my lap and playing a hand drum. Yes, I'll play a hand drum. Yeah. But over the years and, you know, becoming much more sensitive to sound and how it works, it's actually a miracle instrument well i was gonna say like the thing that blew me away once i actually saw you play the hand drum particularly that day with paul in the garden uh and then later on during the show Mm. was like how many different sounds you're capable of making with a hand drum it's it's a drum with a drum head this big you know Mm. and just the way that you cup your hands and hold your hands in different parts and hit the rim of the drum and it's it's crazy you can make a whole range of sounds oh yeah there's there's mastery in that there's on so top many. of all the the padiddles and the triplets and all mm. those other weird fucking drummer lingo that you use. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean that's what's one of those things, you know. I'm glad that you know my my I was able to take a back seat from all the flair and you know not just flair, but the the drum set is so attracting that I can't take my I can't take my mind away from it, but <laughs> having taken a break from it, um I was able to reintroduce this instrument and find so many tones so you've got now you've got this frame drum uh Mm. i don't think we're going to do it this moment but for listeners viewers at some point in this podcast or the one that we shoot 
later tonight or tomorrow, whenever it is we do our, our next, this is going to be like a two or three part thing. Um, we are going to get you out on this frame drum. Oh yeah. And get you doing yeah. some bobbity, 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 boom. Yeah. Kind of thing. It's, it's, you'll see. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's special. I'm stoked about it. I find it fascinating that as a young man, you were enamored with the complexity of all the different things of a, a full drum set, a full drum kit, right? Oh yeah. And then through time and age and maturity, this thing that had the potential of all of that mm. without all the flair, without yeah. all, all the possess, without all the complexity, mm. you could find that in something simple. Mm. And I think that's a great metaphor for, for, for just kind of life. maturing, growing mm. life in general. Right? Yeah. That's a good point. We, mm. we overlook something that's so great mm. that can be complex mm. when we put our time and effort into it. But yet there's this other thing and it's pretty and it's flashy. Oh, and it's so loud. Yeah. So loud. It's, it's the loud. the strength and the loud. strength and power that comes from having a really high quality instrument like that mm -hmm. is, you know, when incredible. You've got, you've you've got, a lot into it. You've got sticks in your hand. You've got you've got tools. And you're right? banging and I'm, on I'm, shit. Now it's very I'm hitting things and mm. I'm making these sounds and it's beautiful and stuff. But then you found your way back to these these more simple Primordial. instruments that make make us equally complex sounds, mm. right? Mm. But you're using your fingertips. You're using the cup of your palm. Mm. You know, I mean, what uh, to me that just talks to the greater consciousness of, of not necessarily who you are, but who we all are. Is, mm. is the longer we walk the path, the more we realize a splashy symbol is great, but I can make that sound with my bare hands. Mm. I don't need a stick. I don't need this extra thing. I don't need this. It comes from within. It all comes from within. And I don't right. need to bang so hard that it wakes up the neighbors down the street to make my point. Yeah, and yeah. You know? your, your ears and eyes and your senses become much more in tune. The old, the more in tune you are with your body Correct. and your mind yeah. and your awareness really is what it boils down to. So uh, the, the, the culmination of your work and your putting it into this thing called presence or mm -hmm. awareness allows your senses to be so fine-tuned that every little thing that enters your 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 life especially music it's like oh my god i can hear like every little nuance that's so you mm. you you bring up presence and awareness and that's something that you and i spend a lot of time talking about together sure right? sure do the, the eternal struggle for presence mm. <laughs> it's ongoing <laughs> wrestling for momentary awareness yeah, you know, just 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 battling to to be to be here in this moment and exist and yep. be, um, and so we've talked about that, and you've got such a, a great perspective on that. And, um, you know, you're not perfect. I'm no. not perfect. You know, we, we no. fuck up constantly, and we're always that's that's why we have these conversations. Oh yeah, together we, is like, man, what are you, what are you struggling with right now? Well, fuck, man, I'm yep. you know I'm just trying to meditate. I'm trying to get there, but um, but but talk a little bit about that. Talk about how. Some of your 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 practices and and um, just from the place of a flawed man who works on these things constantly, mm. you know what what what's your meditation game looking like these days? You doing okay? You fucking off? Uh, it it depends on what 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 it what it seems to be for me is is time management mm. and waking up each day. Each day's different. It's how best can I how best can I solve the time management of the day sure and it's you're splicing it 
And of course, there's things I would love to do more than others on certain days, depending on my creative energy that's yeah. at my just you know, that's there. Yeah. Some days it's not there. So and in those days, it's like I'll I'll just rest then. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not forcing I'm not forcing that. So I know that, that that's flow. a that's a big thing you've helped me with through just through our friendship and conversation is not trying to force the creative energy to flow. Right. That's fucking tough, man. Oh, you're not we, kidding. I have yeah. to create today. <laughs> I've got to do no, this. I have I'm, no other choice. There's days but to get this done. At, well, there's days where that's that's the mo the, the the motif or the 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 theme of the day is all right. This I I don't care if I'm tired. I'm going to I'm going to dig. Mm-hmm. And if I hit granite, I hit granite, but I'm going to dig anyway. And you know what? That's okay too. But I've, I've, you know, lately, just in the last month or two, it's been. I'm gonna rest because I, you know, I feel I am gonna do harm, more harm than good, yeah. and I don't want to be halfway into a painting and I just went in a really screwed up place because I just was t- too impatient. Yeah, yeah. And I think the presence you dig yourself into a hole. You dig yourself into a hole, and then what? I spend like days. trying to fix what I could have (laughs) just so when you force things they don't work out as well as when you don't force them right I I, I know but But it's true and it's something that we overlook oh absolutely and it's like it's just it's it's for me you know for someone else it'd be like well duh Jeff like you know that's but for me it's like I cannot stop and if it's not through music not through visual art it's like it's something that needs to keep going as many hours as possible and i do what i can through diet and and meditation to keep it online and active because it's it's the joy of my life one of the joys of my life to to express and to translate certain things into form well, talk about that because I know that that's one of the one of the fascinating things about again that initial uh, painting of yours that I found dissolution mm. of form dissolution yeah and the the quote that I put on that right mm. which having not ever met you not ever talked to you I still look back and think about how beautiful and synchronistic it's that perfect yeah it was it's amazing because mm-hmm. really when you create you you're essentially channeling you're you're trying to become completely absent. Mm-hmm. present to the point of absence absolutely perfectly to, perfectly said yeah to move into complete alignment with the creative energies that are trying to flow through you mm-hmm. and to cultivate an atmosphere of creativity and then you just go blank um fuck man there's a tupac lyric i, I want to throw in what does he say <laughs> he says something about when it, when it, when i write rhymes i go blind and let the lord do his thing mm. and i just think about that channeling um Trevor Hall said it on mm. uh, Brandon Beecham's podcast on the Positive Head podcast. He said, you know, when an artist is really at their best, they're completely absent. And so between mm-hmm. you, Tupac, and Trevor Hall, three of my favorite artists, uh, you're all saying the same thing. Yeah, I think there's there's um, there's a great truth to that. And and I, I think the struggle or the friction is in letting letting that part of the, the, the your being or your mind take out of there backseat you know come on you know because it it it, it comes up often and even when i'm in the creative space it'll kind of like open the door and kind of peek in and like hey you want to start thinking about you have to go grocery shopping and (laughs) you know like it i'll just be like 
No, not today, no. Satan. Mm-hmm. No, you need to go back there. Get back there. <laughs> you know? So, and it's, you know, it, it's, it's a portal, really. And, yeah. and, you know, through being there so much and through so many hours and hours of, of just devotional labor and um, intention, it just becomes this flow of creative energy. Well, your art feels and it looks like what a flow state would be mm. right on a canvas. I mean, it, it feels a flow state. Mm. Um, I specifically have a snake right now in my mind, and it just mm. feels fluid and fluidity. You know, and what you what you do is you capture uh, this positive negative space and these forms and 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 uh, it tends to be a human form. It tends to be an animal form mm. and, and these different energies mm. that surround those and embody those. And I'm just curious as to when you get into that place, do you already know what you're doing or does it start with one dot and does it grow into other dots? Do you, Good do, question. Do you I don't know. have ideas? You know, we've never talked about this. No, we, we haven't. I can't wait uh, to hear. I've been saving this question for like two and a half years <laughs> on this podcast. This let, me poc- ta- let me take my shoes off. Yeah, actually, you yes, know what? Please. Let's do it. Uh, we've actually been saving some of these questions for literally two and a half years because this podcast has been that long in the making. I, I, and it's a, long a fucking podcast. really exciting time. So, yeah, let's settle in. How does the creative fucking flow work with you? You know... It's different from from piece to piece. Sure. Um, sometimes I'll get a a vision, even if it's for a second or two, and it'll you know a lot of them come when I'm waking up. Mm, yeah. When you're in that that state, the twilight state, the twilight state from from sleep to waking consciousness. So so waking up, you you're being often, legitimate and just just waking up in the morning mm-hmm. or waking up from a nap. Right. And, and thankfully, you know, lately in the, in the last year or so, I've been g- grateful enough to be in a position where waking up is much more softer than it used to have to be, you know, and, and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing not to yeah. have to force yourself into the world. Anyway, so Dude, no, I get that. Yeah. But that, 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 that's, that is a thing. And it, it, it does I- impact your creative flow and oh, all of, all of your, your life flow, waking up to an alarm clock rushing mm. to get ready. Oh, super get the jealous kids if ready. you can wake up in a fruitful place like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is that like? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's pretty great. Um, you know, but it, it, it's one of those things, you know, so not all the visions come in that state, but many do. And I, I keep like a, this, this ongoing catalog of, of ideas, you know, it's kind of just in the, in the file cabinet, so to speak. And when, well, take, there's, there's a process of, of priming, to even get a canvas or a panel ready to even work on. Mm-hmm. So, and so by priming, priming takes half a, half a, know, yeah. You're uh, prepping the canvas. Right. It's prep. a, it's like a devotional priming of the material of, well, of the, the being. So that's a meditative ritual in itself for you. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, Cause you know, I work on, on trees, you know, so that, that is still a being. You're with simply spending a ton of time making a black background, I guess. It, it, it's you're just getting that 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 color that you want. Yeah, and it, and and the um, the texture, the way it feels. You know, there's a sanding process, there's a priming process, there's a re-sanding, oh. a re-priming, another you know sanding, another priming to get it to 
as good as it's gonna gonna be and and you know at the same time and kind of intentionally laboring over this 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 being this tree you mm -hmm. know and and when it comes time to okay i'm gonna infuse whatever this vision is whatever i try not to intellectualize it too much mm -hmm. just know that it's there and it's in my unconscious and it's time to 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 put to, to get it out to bring right it into here. form yeah, yeah. To, to 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 draw it through or bring it through and um i you know a lot of times it, it's a it's a i will just gaze into the canvas for a while and mm -hmm. just see if i can see it there already and then i can work you know yeah. that's that's a process that i've done a few times uh, another time sometimes i'm so excited and it's so crystallized that, uh, that i immediately hammer it almost almost just like tracing I, well no i like i i draw the form out i use a colored pencil a white one and uh, i draw the entire thing the entire thing is drawn and i don't put any paint on it until it's fully the form is fully taken taken care of first because a lot of mistakes so have been happened sure a lot of mistakes have been happened in the way you know and then of course once once it's drawn as as i'm doing the first few layers of paint I'm able to start erasing the sine waves or the pathways that led, you know, this the circle work or the dot. Are work. you freehanding the lines that you're like? I, so I've oh, got yeah. I've got one of your well, I've got two, uh, two of your paintings, one original and one and one mm. illuminized print, which is like the most beautiful, awesome thing ever. Mm. Um, called unity unity consciousness, but unity consciousness, yeah. But there there are these beautiful, not just in those ones, but in lots of yours. There, there are these beautiful. You call them sine waves, right? Mm. Um, where there are like these like skittle dot things mm. that, that you know come in rainbows and all kinds of different colors but they're the, the, these beautiful fluid lines um that are just um dotted right mm. do you freehand all of those mm -hmm. you freehand all of that mm -hmm. that's crazy yeah so it, everything it, is freehand yes well i mean i i use a giant ruler to to mark the exact center of the piece that's so fine, i know but brush to to wood or canvas yeah is, oh is yeah you. Yeah, so it's Incredible. like I, I always have to, Incredible. you know, like center, the, you know, the image and I always do the, the cross center. So I know exactly like if so. The, so the composition isn't all like wonky, like right, right. off to the left or off to the right. And some of the older work, I didn't have that awareness, really. It was like, oh, my God, I have an idea. Let me let me try and get this idea. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, and mm -hmm. that's oh, that's fine. You yeah, know? yeah. But now it's at a point where it's like I want to refine it. So I'm not taking shortcuts anymore. What is it? exactly that you think this vision or this place came from like like what did that start mm. from psychedelic experiences that we, i know i know you're a musician and i know that you've taken psychedelics i i, mm. I, I don't know if you want to get into that on the podcast but i, I, I yeah feel like you're pretty open to the concept oh but yeah, where, yeah where did the concept for the art that you're creating now and this vision that you have like what where was that birth from? Because it's so Boy. unique. It's so mm. different. Mm. It's so you. I'm just curious as to, to where that started. I think was it was like point? an accumulative thing. Okay. Um, you know, I started working with various plants from a very young age. Sure. You know, I wouldn't want my kids to be as young as I was when I was yeah, sure. working with them. But <laughs> that makes sense. it found me and yeah, it yeah. was necessary at that time. Mm -hmm. And I felt the calling actually much younger. I was, uh, I think, like in fifth or sixth grade when I first learned that 
plants can alter consciousness. Okay. So I was over in the adult section of the library reading about magic mushrooms and LSD and things like that, you know, tobacco, marijuana. And even though I never had any access to any of that stuff, at a young age it was fascinating. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. You know, and, you know, I was looking forward to hopefully crossing paths with it Mm -hmm. later in life. Um, So... You know, I think I was like a junior in high school when it, when it, or were you already well, painting? Yeah, I, no, yeah, well, I mean, I was first introduced to marijuana much younger, um, but which was great. That was, I, I noticed that too. You know, I would, I would smoke pot and my, my artwork would be way different than it was originally. It'll do that. And, 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 and that's what, so I was, Either that, that was, or make you really paranoid. <laughs> well, th- that, that, then there's that too. I was yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, the, co- the cops are here, you know? <laughs> You're you're only painting when you're not sitting over there at the window looking between the blinds. Oh, just back and forth. You know, so with canvas window. And it was a a humorous expression, though, for the most time. You know, because I was like, it's so hilarious. You know, like just drawing and 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 looking back the next day, the next day, a couple days later, and be like, what is this? So it it was, but it was so inspiring. The fact that you just smoked a plant and something was expressed that never could have come out otherwise. Mm Right. Mm-hmm. Or it wouldn't have come out in that way. So yeah. I noticed, I recognized the importance and the power of, of that. So once the visionary things, the visionary helpers came, it was so incredible and helpful and inspiring. Well, we talk about psychedelics a lot on this podcast. So the visionary things... Do you mm. think that the 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 launching mark to where you're at now had ha, is it contributed by the things that you experienced on say an ayahuasca well, or, um, or a psilocybin? I or think anything like that? I think the frequency of the transmission is 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 of that higher mm-hmm. dimension, that higher um, vibration. You know, so it's uh, I think mm, when we are traveling in those states, we're actually imprinted mm-hmm. with those states yeah for sure and and so and and coming back and, and and musicians and artists after being imprinted it's it's it has no choice but to come out as an expression of what the experience you've had you know it's just it's like traveling to texas or you know yeah. a- anywhere in the world you know and and you're imprinted with the canyons and the mountains and the sky and you know so of course artists are sensitive pe- be- beings, you know, and we bring those experiences back and, you know, your painting's never going to be the same after seeing yeah, know, I've, Yosemite I've seen you, or the Grand Canyon. It's I've seen you turn corners in your art at times, you know, after a, after an ayahuasca um, mm. voyage over the course of a few days and you come back and you're like, dude, I'm never going to be the same. And then I look at your artwork, the next painting that comes out, and it's like, where the fuck did this come from? Like, it's a whole new Jeff Sullivan, mm. you know? And I think that that's a big thing about these entheogenic plants and stuff is that not only are they tremendously healing, you know, have that capacity in and of themselves Mm. to be extremely medicinal, but they also inspire and open up these creative pathways that, Mm -hmm. as you say, they they may never have popped up on their own. And they give you, you know, I know we've talked about this, but, you know, I I never really created visual art, Mm. sketching, drawing, whatever, but it was working with mushrooms and opening up my third eye that allowed me to start sketching and to mm. project a third eye vision that I had in my mind onto a piece of paper. And essentially all I was doing was tracing it mm. onto paper. 
you know mm-hmm. i could see it right in front of my eyes yeah you can hold on to it and and, and work we work with it and that's another uh trick too which is what's that's why meditation is absolutely important for for us yeah to do because it helps you crystallize things and when i when i was really doing a lot of the meditation work probably a year year and a half ago um i was developing this this technique where i would purposely induce um a vision yeah and um and hold on to it and study it and then let go of it produce another one and this is not on anything other than just a, a waking normal state. I'm not induced with any anything. Okay. And um, this so is a physical exercise that you yeah, you're bringing. You're yeah. Like working with it, like yeah. you know, and and, and it's just I noticed because you know it, it's just something I need in my toolbox when mm-hmm. I'm when I'm working and when you're working on the uh, on a painting, you know, you need to be able to recall certain things. And then you know, there's the um, the improvisational element which is I hold in high regard to because if you're sitting there and you're, you're trying to, you know, like uh, sometimes you just got to just improvise and you, you know, sometimes it's like, wow, okay, that's great. You know, um, it's, it's a good thing to do. I think as many tools as we can, can think to use, you know, while trying to keep the, you know, the other side of the mind out of the, percent man I'm I'm not Jeff Sullivan and I'm not that good of a painter but the process of applying when I'm making a painting Mm. to problem solving in my real life uh, I've had many conversations with with Adam about is Mm. I totally fucking just miss stroked this one thing and from that can I start can I start over no I can't start over Mm. but what can I make from this yeah where's it going now out of that and how that grows off of the canvas into your real life mm. it, it, it really has to do with i think where you're at in your thought processes and stuff mm. but there, there is something to improvisation that works on a physical level of painting and then also in just in general when mm. things happen that you didn't intend to have yeah i you know it's it's you know we're all in the boat yeah Gently down the stream, <laughs> you know, and um, might not be merrily, merrily. Yeah, but, but you know, it, we is is long. You know, we have the oar. Yeah, yeah. Can we pedal backwards? No, but we can help. Like, I don't want to hit that rock. Okay, I'm gonna do what I need to do to make sure I don't hit hit anything. And and you know, but but things are gonna arise that are unpredictable. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we can just at least summon some level of awareness, so we don't freak out. And hurt ourselves or hurt someone else yeah you know mm-hmm. um well and keeping ourselves in in a state of like we say you know presence or awareness um helps us to navigate between the waters of of, of gratitude and, and and terror yeah you know yeah um of of abundance and scarcity you know and mm. I, everyone at this table i happen to know has has had their own journey with depression and with anxiety mm-hmm. you know and i think all three of us would agree and for anyone listening or uh, watching who's you know had these journeys themselves like meditation can be a life-changing thing mm-hmm. because it's really easy to slip into these vibrational patterns these lower vibrational patterns of of fear which is really what anxiety is mm. worry fear anxiety it's all the same thing the different manifestations of fear ultimately is what anxiety or worry Absolute. or concern yeah it's, it's fear right so you got fear you got gratitude and just being thankful for what you have um, it can be really tough, and I'm the king of this, of getting mm. stuck in these 
you know, these anxiety spirals. And then I'm just like, man, I want to be, I want, okay, I'll remember my teaching. And it's like, all right, I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to be grateful. That does not work because I'm busy trying to run the rat race while I'm doing that. You got to stop and pull yourself out of that situation mm -hmm. and take yourself. I don't care what you have to do, where you have to go. You're going to keep running in that fucking loop. And if you don't pull yourself out of that, out of that chaos, out of those chaotic water, waters and go somewhere where the water's still and quiet and then hmm. organize the chaos from there. Mm -hmm. And then you, you know, I've got a, uh, we went to Sedona this summer and I have a, a picture that, um, that, uh, was taken of me sitting on a rock in the middle of this river in Sedona mm. from like back behind. And that picture meant so much to me because there was mm. a lot going on in my life. And there was all this turbulent water around me. Right. But I was sitting up on this rock. The symbolic nature. And it's funny how life does that. Yeah. Puts you in places when, and it's up to you to realize that this is symbolic of, of a lot of the things that I'm going through. Yep. Or maybe it's a premonition of things that you'll go through. Yep. And in doing the work that we're doing, there's like an intuitive mechanism that's developed as well. So you can you're tuned into these things either mm -hmm. before they happen or while they're, they're happening, you know, and numerology plays a, a huge role in that too, recognizing certain patterns and yeah. kind of recognition and things of that. And it, you know, so it, yeah, that's awesome that you're able to, to see that. And that's such a powerful, powerful it, image. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. And you know, but to get quiet was key to get quiet and listen. You know, because again, mm. I, I'll sit there in these in these crazy thought spirals and just try to pull myself out of it, force myself out of mm -hmm. the water. Mm -hmm. That doesn't work. You know, you've got to the one directed effort you can make is to is to force yourself um, to to physically. You're right, because it's easier. It's much easier to control your body sometimes mm. than it is your mind. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. To take control oh, yeah. of your body, like right now. I could take this ring off and I could fling it across the room. That's it. It's a physical thing that's mm -hmm. pretty easy to do. But if I was stricken with manic anxiety right now, harnessing and wrangling that anxiety would be much more difficult. So mm -hmm. just pull yourself out of that chaotic situation for five minutes and breathe. Mm -hmm. We talk about conscious breathing a lot on this show. You know, it's just, just mm. take, I like the four, two, four thing, just a four count in. Mm. Hold for two, four count out. And the key that I had to teach myself was make every second last longer than the than the previous because mm -hmm. I would just rush through and go one two three four one two one two three four yeah 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 you know but Speed it's up. it's make everyone make make every second last longer than the one before and it's, it's one two three four mm -hmm. and that really slows shit down mm -hmm. you know that works for me right that's but yeah, I had to conquer yeah. that that you know i'm always got that forward thinking i'm always looking over this moment's shoulder into the next moment what's oh, next yeah. you know and yeah and that's a good a good practice but when you do that it's a lot easier to to, to sit back and pick from the buffet and go mm. i'm going to choose gratitude right. i'm going to leave fear at the door and then you start this whole new thought spiral and as far as i can tell the only thing that interrupts the spiral is mindfulness yeah oh absolutely you know and and the, <laughs> the mind doesn't want to breathe no, <laughs> it wants to keep projecting madness. Yes. yes, and it becomes this pathological spiral, not or oblivion of the spiraling energy that's just not conducive with what the hell you're supposed to be doing here. Yeah, yeah it's, absolutely. It's just absolutely. Uh, it's a great teacher if there's awareness there to recognize it as such. Otherwise, yeah. 
it's a menace and it has a hold on so many folks and it's unfortunate i find uh, uh people will hear all the things we're talking about and i can speak from experience with this is mm. that yeah meditate breathe you know focus your thoughts focus your energy on stuff and and the the saying that people repeat and a lot of people use is fake it till you make it right mm -hmm. and so you can hear all of this stuff and you can fake all of this stuff until you hope that you achieve some sort of semblance of peace in your life mm. but you can't fake it yeah you have mm. to be conscious you have to be right here in this moment really really thinking about it. you don't go mm. okay four seconds in two seconds out and i'm good well yeah right? no there's more there's there's a layer of being super present that mm. you have to and i think it's the 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 overarching of all the exercises is i'm aware i'm present i'm here and i've done enough of this and wasn't present mm -hmm. then i went eh, not for me yeah how mm. many t i i can't tell you how many times mm. yeah i meditated uh, yeah it's it's cool yeah yeah see i, I was Didn't quiet work. it was peaceful i i did my deep breaths in through the nose out <laughs> through the mouth and it was great okay i'll, I'll try that again some other Bullshit. time you really have to add a layer of presence perception mm. and honesty to yourself and mm. you have to you have to awaken something mm -hmm. and really think about what you're doing versus just going through the motions fake it mm -hmm. till you make it doesn't necessarily work when trying to achieve something greater than where you're at mm -hmm. you know because we anybody who's listening right now and anybody sitting at this table can 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 confirm mm. that when you really are present and you really do focus on these simple things like breathing mm. like meditation like focusing on the bigger picture the inner workings then that effect starts to take a hold and then it starts to grow out mm. but if you just go through the motions you go i heard them say do this and then i tried that and then it didn't work for me there's that missing piece right yeah. and, and you know the quality of what you're doing all the time generates an awareness too sure because i think we all know when we're half-assing something right you know a lot that's of the time, and, and that's a really a hard thing. It's one of the four agreements, you know. Yeah, and it's like, you know, especially if you're doing something undesirable, you still have to do it with a high degree of quality, you know, and do your best, mm -hmm. you know, with intention. With intention, you know. So that was a hard struggle, but you know, the h more difficult things that you're able to do your best with with a higher quality, the things that you love to do are going to be in a higher state yeah yeah 100 percent. because you're transfer you know it's like you love it already well everything is everything so like uh i i love the rock i love you know dwayne johnson i love mm. i love you know who he is and the energy he brings the passion he brings and mm -hmm. all that i mean of course he's his own special kind of of monstrosity right mm. not many dwayne johnson's walking around mm -hmm. but he's got these little nuggets every once in a while and one of the things that he said hey jc hit that phone for me please sure Oh, never mind. We lost it. I think we've been over now. Good. Um, we, um, he says, uh, he was doing some pull-ups one time on Instagram, and he said, slow and controlled, just like life. Mm. You know? And then yep. he or someone else made some comment and said, you know, walk through a room the way you walk through life. And I'm just thinking of embodying the archetype, right? Whatever your mm. archetype is that you're going for. So walk through a room the way you walk through life. You made a, a post about this a long time ago, and it was one of the first times that, that it was brought into my awareness, maybe a year ago or something, um, about, you know, walking in presence, mm. you know, walking, 
instead of me either looking at my phone while I'm walking down a sidewalk into my office or, you know, just walking through a parking lot really fast to get to the building, mm. you know, I, I catch myself more and more all the time mm -hmm. and intentionally stop, slow myself down, bring my presence to each step. Mm -hmm bring my presence into each breath, each step across a parking lot. And mm -hmm. I'm taking in the birds, the trees, the cars, the air. Every second is lasting right, longer and it's right. more present. And you train your brain to function in that, that more present state. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, it's, it's, it's a part of holistic health. It's a, oh, absolutely. You know, in that way, whatever experience you're in, it's not a means to an end. Yeah. It's the, the right. process. The it's journey the, is the goal. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, know, and at every, every moment, just about every moment becomes much more peaceful and, and beautiful and, and well yeah because if you're if you're if you're not in if you're not present in in the current moment then you are living in a thought about the future mm. and there oh, yeah. there is dissonance not resonance between your mind state and your physical state mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but whenever you bring yourself into a state of presence presence is resonance mm. and I'm living in this moment I'm thinking in this moment my body exists in this moment mm -hmm. and I'm here and right. it's it's a peaceful place to be and that's another thing about meditation and we talk about meditation as a separate practice conscious breathing may be a part of that but it's also a separate separate practice but then just practicing mindfulness in each step in this way these things are all correlated right they're all tied together mm -hmm. they're all kind of all the same thing you can exercise them all at one time mm -hmm. um but whenever you meditate and you do any one of these things you your brain hemispheres all begin to uh they, they've got uh fMRI scans of brains whenever they do um, meditation and mm -hmm. they'll show a chaotic brain with it's lighting up like a Christmas tree all over right. the freaking place right sure. and then they'll do an fMRI scan and all of a sudden the hemispheres are balanced the mm. energy is, is is sort of equally distributed across the brain mm -hmm. and it's a whole different thing would you say that these practices that you know you implement in your life obviously they have effect on your Mm -hmm. Were you creating the art that you're creating now without these? What, when, when you adopted all this, because I know you use all of these tools in your life. Oh, absolutely, like, yeah. Was there a moment where you made the the built the bridge between your creative flow and the art that you create to the practices of meditation and mindful thinking and breathing and, and being aware of of all of this higher consciousness? Yeah, level? I definitely feel like the the art the quality of the work has has grown because of the practice and um that that i'm in tune with you know in each each passing work or a couple works there's a higher degree higher quality or mm -hmm. things are being refined you know and i don't think they would be refining if i my consciousness was seeping much lower and i was becoming more angry and more oh yeah you know so it's like and it's okay to be angry, mm -hmm. you know, and that's fine. It's 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 a sign that you're you're not tolerant of whatever's happening, and it's not okay. Okay, you know, it's still a good, it's still a viable expression. Leads me into a question that I've been dying to ask you since I saw this piece of art. Okay, you have a very scary piece of art, at least to me. Oh, I know which one you're talking <laughs> yes. about. Yes, you 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 have a specific piece. What is it titled? It's the shadow. The shadow. Or the possession. It's the, yeah, the possession. Mm -hmm. It, to me, moved me in a, po in a positive way. Mm. It really did. 
it, it made me feel a lot of feels that I didn't want to feel when I first saw it, but mm. it moved me in a positive way. It was almost the, the recognition of the shadow. I saw it. Interesting. And for, for those who don't know, the shadow is a beautiful piece of art, um, but it, it, it moved me in a way, and I just am curious as to and, and you don't have to. No, because no. Because it seems I, like a powerful piece. <laughs> but I am, I, I kind of want to know a little backstory mm. on that one. And we will superimpose that piece of art okay. on this so people can see what we're talking about. <clears throat> but it does have an effect on the human consciousness. It really does. On mine, I know on Adams and anybody else that I've ever showed it to. It's a very powerful, moving piece. But it is not your normal, it doesn't have the levity, doesn't have the bright colors. It's, no. It's, it's a different piece of art mm -hmm. and I, I i just would love absolutely for you to, mm. if, as much as you were willing oh, to no, share no no thank it. you thank you um you know adam was one of the first people to actually see it yeah finished I too i had it i had it um covered with like a piece of black velvet yes i heard the story and um i was waiting for for adam to show up and i knew he was coming and i was finished uh, in the finishing touches of it when when he arrived so when he came over i i covered it up with with a piece of black velvet and mm -hmm. was waiting you know and i was like curious to see what what he sees you know he's such a great has such a great mind you know right. and um it means a lot you know to get his perspective it you know and and so um when uh actually you know i worked on it a, a couple times out in the community at live events and i was painting I brought oh, really? it to a couple events, yeah, and that, and the, the that one in public, and, and in front of other people, right? But there were like Halloween, <laughs> how dare you, <laughs> Halloween type events too, or at okay. least one of them was like a Halloween. So I thought it was okay, okay. But I could just tell that people were really disturbed by it, and yeah. a lot of people did not come anywhere near it, mm -hmm. which is not usually how it is. Usually, people want to get up really close and they want to feel what's radiating off of it but it right. was like the for for the first time i've ever live painted people were they were very uncomfortable and um which actually was exciting oh i bet I because bet. it makes me it was afro you know it was like okay that means I'm, I'm tapping into something that's that's true and and it's not like gory or there's entrails and guts and it's not like that. It's just there's something psychological that's happening. Oh, yeah. It's not a violent-looking piece. It's beautiful. It's mesmerizing. It's symmetrical. It's wonderful. But when you see it, it does it. And, and it's unnerving in, in, it, in a yeah. weird way. Yeah. And, and it was disturbing to me, too, because, you know, here I am drawing this, this bringing this being through that I actually originally saw in, in meditation, which was inspired by watching a mental health patient become possessed by some entity. You know, mm. when I was working in a uh, a residential facility at the time, and um, which is a big part of your history, so you're used to that. You, you've yeah, seen these I've things. seen you, you vulnerable. You know, yeah. uh, for I've worked in in many places where I've caregiven for many vulnerable folks. You mm -hmm. know, both physical and psychological uh, issues. Yeah, you know, so um, and this was a. Kind of like a more of a mental health type situation, and sure. and I was watching this fellow who's in a wheelchair, and he's kind of just looking around, and then something kind of came in, and then he just started going wild. You know, his eyes were starting to 
you know, just dart off in all directions and he's swearing and screaming and growling and, <sighs> you know, confined to this wheelchair. And it was like really disturbing. Mm-hmm. And, and I just was present with it and I'm just watching it and I'm like, all right, just, just there's not much you can do in that situation and then just, just be, be present and just kind of, you know, and it passes, you know, but just, it was a, a confirmation that the possession is an actual real thing mm-hmm. and that, um, you know, unfortunately folks with, with, uh, cognitive issues are like an open vessel for any type of right. energetic type of things, yeah. thing to enter and hit the controls for a little while and then take off or not. Yeah. Um, I've seen it enough to know, and that was just a confirmation because, you know, I was just, that's where I was at, at my state. So that inspired that painting originally. Yeah. Yeah. I know when and I walked into your studio at, uh, at your, at your house, um, it was covered up and yeah. when you unveiled it, by the way, your, your studio, just so everyone knows is, is all windows. It's a beautiful green room mm. and it's, uh, it lets in all the natural light from every wall. Yep. Uh, except for one, I think. Except one. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's a very bright room. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you unveiled that fucking thing, it darkened. Half the room darkened. Mm. I mean, it just sucked the energy out of that half the room. And I think that's um, testament to a few things, or a couple of things. I mean, one is just your ability to portray and express the thing that you're trying to portray and express. Mm. Because you had this really demonic sort of force that you had witnessed. And then you brought that thing to life, mm. um, or at least you know expressed it. In, 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 in visual form for the rest mm. of people to see. Um, and then also the power of that force itself, of that dark force. Mm. Whenever I first showed that to um, to a few people, I think JC was here and um, a couple of the other guys that work with us, uh, one of whom is not a spiritual dude at all. Mm. This is like the most material, you know, scientifically minded left brain dude in, you know, sure. imaginable. Not like an art critic, you know. But very, very, very smart, and uh, showed them this, and uh, Howard was like, "Jesus, that picture is disturbing." It's like he goes, "It's amazing, but it's disturbing." And he just got this look on his face. He's like, "I don't like looking at it. You know, it bothers me. I don't know why." Yeah. And JC made the comment. He goes, "It looks like he just shot. You know, it's like he just shot a lion or some big scary beast, and he's standing next to it." With his rifle in hand. Wow. Oh yes, know? the picture of you next to the painting. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Oh, it was almost like oh, you were yeah. on a safari and you had conquered a beast and you had slayed this this mm. animal. It was it was primal. It yeah, was, it was it was wild. Wow, it's a big it's a big painting too. It is a big it's a big painting for sure. What are the dimensions of that painting? I want to say it's thirty six by forty eight. Yeah, it's a three so by four foot. It's a huge. It's a big one. Yeah, yeah. And and within it, the more you look at it, which I had to have him tell me, and I believe he exp- you explained a lot to him of of these layers of the dynamic of what's really happening in these forms mm. within forms. Mm. That when I saw it, I just saw this this, this scary it's, thing. It's it's interesting because a lot of people only see the demon. Right. 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 There's they a, they a only they're fixated fixated on on the the scary demon. Well, let's let's just put a put, put a pin in that. Is that not maybe a metaphor for real life? I know. You know, a lot of people just see the demon; they don't see the person in there. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And that was that was the the, True mo- with the, the motif that that came. That was that the intention? Well, that's what the intention c- came up as soon as I saw that a person could exist within that 
demon. So did you draw the demon first? I did. Fuck. I really? Did. I started with the demon, and that was my intention to, to do like this dragon-like demon. Wow. You know, and then I was like, I need to infuse a being in there to sh to create the relationship between the shadow and, and and the person and the psyche and the fact that you know underneath all of the evil there is still a person. There's a person in there. There's a person underneath, you know, and um, I don't know. I just felt it was an important thing to to try and um, bring in, you know, try and translate, you know? Yeah, that's, that, that, I think that painting was one of the first ones I saw from you that, um, that portrayed something totally, totally dark, you know? I'm actually working on another one like that. Oh, oh great. don't, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> no, it, it, you know, it's one it. of the things too with that one in particular, because it was so different from what I'm used to, you know, and I would sit in my studio after everyone w went to bed and, and just look at it, and it felt it, you know, so there was another thing in the room with me. I was about to say, yeah, is that yeah. taxing on you? It it when was you're disturbing because like I was actually like obsessed with mm. with the creation of it because it felt there was another being that was like, mm -hmm. yeah, yes, paint more. me, let's there, go, there, let's go, there. Yeah. you know, and 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 it was like it kind of, I wouldn't say it was scary, but I was like, whew, like, whew, all right, I'll, yeah, yeah, let's do let's do this, you know, and um. It's almost like uh, like like visiting the zoo at nighttime and walking up to the bars of the lion's cage yeah. and just seeing the lion slowly creep out of the shadows and come up to you at the bars. It's like you know you're safe. Yeah, you're pretty sure you're safe. Yeah, <laughs> but you there know. is some inkling of that primal response, right. that survival instinct inside you that's going at a deep level. This thing is is a real and present danger. Mm. You know, and I have a couple of. Uh, 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 folks in, in, in the community I'm with and a, a shaman in particular has has seen that and, and he said oh he's like because he was you know looking at, at my art and he was just like that one's disturbing and he's like I know those beings you know and, and I was like oh is this the one you want he's like I don't want to own that <laughs> he's like I'll take the snake but he's like yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. disturbing it's like having the Mahabharata in your house like you're not supposed to have a painting of the Mahabharata it's, because it's uh, it's uh, it's supposed to bring bad luck and chaos um, yeah that that's a part of the shadow that that really resonated the first time I saw it was it is and it's fractal in nature I can see from mm. my um, heavy doses of, 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 of psychedelic experiences, when, mm. I, when I'm really going on an inward mm. journey, I can see the shadow and I can see it fold into four more of itself mm. and then eight more of itself and then what comes on the other side of that. And I've been mm. to a dark pocket of my consciousness or wherever I am when I'm in those spots and, and we all have flaws and I've visited mm. those places. And so when I saw the shadow, it was almost like that initial fractal that grows mm. and then it starts to inter inflect. And so the fact that you had layered in all of these different things and there's a person inside of mm. there, to me, when I saw that, that hit me with like the most challenging psychedelics experience that I've had. Oh, sure. You know, and, and that, mm. that was a reflection of that. It was the beginning of that, that inward journey. Yeah. You know? um, it, 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 it resonated. Um, I want to ask when you're working on something like that, are you also working on other, is it one piece at a time? Can you bounce back and forth? Oh yeah. I bounce back and forth. Yeah. Way time. too much ADD for that shit, huh? I, I, I can't stay on one piece. <laughs> okay. Well, good to know. Unless I, I have a deadline. Yeah. And then I'm miserable. 
mm-hmm. because I'm stuck with a, a couple different colors versus right. like 12 or 15 if I'm working on multiple paintings. Yeah. You know, back, the, to, back to forcing creativity in that I space. I know. And, it, it, not, you know, it's, it's one of it's like you're painting. Like, how, it, it's pretty good right now. What do you, mm-hmm. what's the problem? You <laughs> yeah. can't just be, you know, happy with what you're, but it's just, it's just the, my mind, I like broad spectrum, you know, application of creativity. We need duality. You need, you need. Yeah, I need to forward. be able to to move around, you know, in in the playground. And sure. um, I'm listen. I'm I'm happy painting and creating for the most part. And I love deadlines too. It gets you know, especially with what we have going on this weekend, you know. Which uh, I want to get to in a minute and talk y- about that. Yeah, but um, it it's um, I like to work on multiple pieces at the mm. same time because I like. You know, like oh, I've been on blue for a, a week. I need to mix it up, you know, and okay. it, things like that. Like I need to get a, a pigment change, you know, mm. and um, that's why I like doing it. You know? Yeah, I get that. The so, different techniques too, like uh, yeah, because you do a lot of like uh, we've talked about it earlier, but like a lot of the dots. Yeah, it's a special Jeff Sullivan trademark I, that well, we call them dots. What do you call? What them? do you call that? I, I call them skittles. I got uh, my, my Skittle it's people. It's out pointillism. Like, the, what, the, what, the, what is well, it? Well, you know, there are dot. It's a dot movement, apparently, I guess. Um, you see it more and more, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. And um, I come to refer it as um, sine wave mosaic frequency waves. Sine wave mosaic frequencies. yeah like a, it's like sine waves mo- mosaic frequencies but it's done you know with with, with circles mm-hmm. you know so what the circles embody and represent is is each each circle is a representative of wholeness oneness the body you know all those things so so it's not like i'm just like boom dot 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 dot, dot. That, that has never been the process i you know i, I would have a thousand more paintings done a year if that were that was sure, the case sure, sure it's a it's a it's a slow and steady application so one wave might take me an hour mm-hmm. maybe two depends on how many coats of paint i like to load those suckers up so a lot of the paintings there's three coats and on the entire painting mm-hmm. it's never been as easy as one coat I wish I had the patience for it. I, I think that if I, if I practiced at it, I could maybe have the patience to make make a small painting. Yeah, maybe I, we'll do the, that. The, yeah, the pa- you know, and, and patience grows out of out practice. of out of practice. You know, yeah, and, and everything and, else. And, you know, and the thing is too with with the, with with art and and creativity. Period. It's like we always got to raise it up a little bit more. And and when you're finished done with something, it's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do better next time. I mean, at least that's my mindset. Where it's like, okay. That's the best I could do in that moment. Here comes a new moment. I'm going to do the best I can in that moment. So everything's still, it's evolving every time. I try to refine it every single time to the point where it's like, okay, it's, gonna, it's always going to evolve. I, I don't think it's ever just going to stay in one, one, one spot, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's an interesting thing. You know, I want to challenge myself and branch out. Watch why the shadow was so different because I wanted to stretch out and see what was possible. Same with thing with, uh, the Hathra piece, mm-hmm. which was there's there's no there's actually two circles in the entire image, which is just the light of of each pupil, uh, the reflective is light. Is it the, the old one or the new one? The old, the big, the old, the big one that I think you might have seen the first time you came over. Yeah, yeah, the one that was on, on, the, on the opposite wall from the shadow, which was a channel, uh, channeled piece. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I I love the story behind that thing. Let's get in. Let's get <laughs> into the channeling of a piece. Mm. Like what is what is. 
to anybody who doesn't know, and I have some context because you and Adam are so close that I know the stories of your process through him. Mm. You channel from time to time, yeah. When painting, and what wh- what does that mean? What is that like? In the best, if you don't mind. Um, I'm glad we're in the. You know, we're, I'm expressing this in this context where it, you know there isn't a shrink standing in the room. <laughs> oh yeah, judging no, me no. and being like, no, you're you're talking to uh, like, seventy plus thousand people who <laughs> were very <laughs> interested in what you have who to are say. Very we're interested in this. I'm not a threat it. to society. No, okay. well, like I said, you know, this you is know. to be clear. I mean, this is uh, this is a thing that. Um, you know, bringing up Trevor Hall. I mean, Trevor Hall talked about this on uh, the Positive Head podcast just a few weeks ago, mm. uh, episode number nine nine nine. Wow. With Brandon Beecham, and and he said the exact same thing. Tupac said the exact same thing. I mean, I think most of your great artists that that have a uh, good relationship with their own egos are going to admit that. And I'm convinced of it. I've done it myself. You know, the, some of the the very few fully created songs that I've I've recorded, produced, wrote, start to finish you know, played all the instruments on mm-hmm. in the vocals. They came from a place of channeling. Mm. And when someone would try to give me credit for those, I was literally, that was the first time in my life that ever happened. And I went, I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Like, it was coming to me and I'm fucking frantically writing. Yeah. It. it was like Shia LaBeouf in Transformers 2 or whatever. He just goes yeah. up on the board and glitches out and he's just like, yeah, that was me. Yep. Um, But yeah, I mean, great artists, I think all do it. They don't talk about it. Because the term channeling, and even like Trevor said this in that podcast with Brandon, he's like, you know, there's kind of a connotation when you talk about channeling people. You know, if, if you're of a certain religious or spiritual belief, that sounds bad or evil yeah, or whatever, it, but it's it, not that kind of thing. It's a very provocative word. Yeah. And we don't do that. Here. We don't yeah, do that. Yeah, too. Right. It's like, what do you mean there's a supernatural element to this existence? Yeah. Well, and, if, if you're thinking uh, like that, you're probably not following this podcast. Yeah. Right, think, right. Thankfully, rightfully so. Um, you know, I didn't, when I, the first time I, not the first time, but the more recent channeling uh, experience was when I, painted uh the rainbow body piece which is um i don't know which one that is offhand but yeah it it, it you know it's it's a being that's looking straight at you we're kind of looking like this and we'll pull it up and, and we'll it's uh, inserted into the video it's, a, it's it's actually the first painting i did not doing the circles it's mm. it's lots of lines lots of so so i'll draw this the sine waves and then i'll draw the circles but this time i was like draw the lines paint the lines no 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 circular pathways you know and why not I, let's let's stretch out and see what happens so i did the whole thing that way and then i um had <coughs> uh ingested um you know uh psychopharmacological uh agent you know and <laughs> sure. um was meditating and you um, had some cbd you know so and and five dry grams and at some point i went downstairs because i was very excited to see it in the enhanced state to see if it if it's working you know it's always good to to get that yeah yeah and it was like it was in the room off the page or off the canvas just it like in the room you know and i was like oh man like (laughs) oh wow okay and i just was like Okay, this is really interesting, you know. So, um, I think the next few days after um, 
I was looking at it trying to figure out like, oh, okay, this is interesting. I, you know, I, I wonder, you know, if I could do something else like this. And the painting said, you need to paint a bigger one. Okay. Like meant like you need to paint a bigger one of me. Right. You know, and I was like, huh, that I can do. Okay, let's do that. No problem. You know, it wasn't like a, <gasps> you know, it was like, okay, it was the acknowledgement. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a buddy being like, you know, yeah, yeah, let's sure. Let's paint another one. Let's, let's it wasn't a demand. It yeah, was it like, wasn't hey. demanding. It's like you need to paint another, uh, paint, sure. a, paint a bigger one. Yeah. And I was like, fair enough. So primed a giant four by four, uh, can, you know, piece of wood and uh, started working on it. Did a large scale, the same composition. Although this one was different. Certain pathways and certain things about it were way different. And I was like, what is going on here? It's just different you and know? It, but you say different so these these images as they're coming through you onto the canvas or the or the or the uh, the wood mm. um, we call the wood it's a panel panel the, the panel, panel right yeah. so the canvas of the panel um, they're they're presenting themselves themselves to you as you're looking at the panel these elements are are, are, are just appearing Right. Mm. This is essentially how yeah, this yeah, works. Yeah, I'll just like I'm, empt I'm empt I've emptied my mind enough to to let the the creative energy flow, and it as it's flowing, I'm kind of sitting back and looking, and and kind of like it's okay. projecting out your third eye, mm. and 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 displaying itself for you to essentially trace. Mm. It's but is that something? Yeah, I mean, at times it, it is. It almost does almost feel like that, you know. And and a lot of times it's just I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to ex to express you know in words sure, what sure. the heck it, it it's, is it's the inner workings of the imagination they're, n they're not yeah. we don't have great language for this but i, I you know we just want to ask these questions because it's first of all it's fascinating and second of all mm. when we talk about channeling particularly in this context you know this is what we're talking about and mm. i want people to understand the the process of artists channeling particularly jeff sullivan the artist the painter right mm. this is there's nothing spooky about this no nothing funky or woo-woo it's just this is how the artist creates the image. Th mm. th this artist creates some of his works is is just becoming present to the point of absence mm. and letting that letting that those images flow through you, mm. translated probably by your own imagination in some way. Your own creative lens is it acts like a prism, mm. you know, and then flows out onto this canvas and mm. you create. Yeah, this is what I gleaned from talking to you. Yeah, you know, I, I'm just trying to verbalize. Yeah, it, no, you know. well, well done, absolutely. You know, and uh, the further I got along with this piece, you know, um, there were things about it that were way different than the other one, and I brought it to a festival, and I was working on it at a uh, the Unifier Music Festival. It was really awesome, awesome time, awesome, you know. And uh, one of my friends, who's a professor, Vood, he was looking at it and scratching his beard and just intently like. He's like, what is that? And I was like, um, I don't really know. I said, it told me to paint it. So I'm painting it. It told me to paint it. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, and he's like, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like a really big warrior looking being, you mm -hmm. know, and um, he's like, I know, what, I know what that is, you know, and he's like, um, that's a, it's a blue avian. And I was like, what the heck is a blue avian? You know, and he's like, oh, it's an interdimensional uh, alien. Oh, and wow. And they're like a humanoid bird. Mm -hmm. And they're blue. 
and um, they interact with the psyche of, of some humans as a as a uh, interconnected channel, you know, to impart information about higher consciousness. And he's like, yeah, they're around, you know, nine or ten feet tall, and you know, they have the the bird feathers and you know and I'm looking we're looking at it and I'm like if that thing was painted to scale it would be the same height as described so this is a this is a, a type of being that um, that exists uh, in, in in some other dimension it's like a hyperdimensional hyperdimensional uh, critter yep critter humanoid yep and um, you've never seen one of these no you've never heard of these things no, no understanding of their existence or potential existence no nope. Right, uh, and you just you communicate it communicated with you through you to you, it, and you right. created a scale it, painting of the fucking and thing. And I fr I forgot the the nugget of this story was I should have mentioned this first was while I was working on it at the festival, my thinking mind came online for a minute, and I was asking it what who it was, and I was like, who are you? You know, I'm staring face to face with this this thing for months you know very intimate mm -hmm. um and it's a dangerous question and the painting said you know exactly who i am and i was like oh no i don't okay and that's when my friend vood came over almost i don't know who you are. yeah i think my, my my friend came over like maybe two hours after that interaction yeah. and disclosed this information about the avians and then maybe a couple hours later, a fellow came over and he's like, oh, you're working on that painting over there? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that one. He's like, oh, the, the Blue Avian. And yeah. I'm like, you were the last apparently, one the party. apparently, <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> so like the last one. Yeah, you're the only hippie in 2018 that didn't know what a Blue Avian uh, was. You know, I live a very sedimentary life for the if most part. If it makes part. you feel any better, I, I, yeah. I'm learning as well right now. So mm. the Blue Avians, just so anyone who doesn't know, and for JC and whoever else, um, the Blue Avians are a race of interdimensional beings that some people, uh, particularly in the New Age movement, but also not just the New Age movement, to be clear, a lot of ancient people have stories and legends of these uh, Blue Avian humanoids coming to Earth mm -hmm. in one form or one dimensional vibration or another, interacting and influencing human consciousness all over the world. And this is why uh, a lot of the Native American tribes have totem poles with avian humanoids at the top of them, particularly mm -hmm. the the uh, the Native Americans of the Pacific Northwest. Um, mm -hmm. And they seem to be linked to some ancient, ancient, long lost religion of Lemuria or something mm -hmm. like that that goes down to Mount Shasta. Um, connected with legends of the sinking of Lemuria out in the Pacific, mm. connected with legends of the Maori people in New Zealand and the South Pacific. And, of course, anyone who knows anything about Egypt knows that uh, a lot of the gods of Egypt were portrayed on temple walls in Egypt as blue avian beings. Mm. Yeah. So there's a book called Return of the Bird Tribes that's mm. a fucking great great book i haven't read all of it but i've read several chapters out of it yeah it talks about this and these these beings it's it, it's a channeled work uh, return of the bird tribes is sure channeled work. but the uh these, these blue avians um I, I i think they're a thing i think that there's a there's a complexity in understanding how channeling works there's a complexity in understanding the blue avian phenomenon i think you know we have inner worlds and inner mm. beings within us archetypes of higher dimensional beings and stuff mm. and i think that these things do exist i think that they communicate through people and i think they probably were communicating with the egyptians and oh yeah you know, oh absolutely you know, and, and, and i did uh once i was given the confirmation 
um, I started, um, I read a couple books on, on channeling and certain techniques and things to do, not to do, and, um, and started having a, another routine to work on other than just meditation. Channeling is a whole separate thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain pathway. You know, you enter it the same way, you know, with intentional awareness, and then meditation goes this way, and then channeling goes this way. So there's like a certain door that you enter that's the channeling space, and then there's just the meditation space. So I learned to differentiate between the two. And I was able to make contact with this same being through intentional channeling. And I have a, a journal at home with um, all the all the information that was that I that I received. You know. Well, I would be I would be severely disappointed in myself if I didn't take this opportunity and where the conversation has steered itself to ask about your self-portrait. <laughs> oh yeah. For sure. Oh boy, yeah, I origin. Gotcha in the room. Origin. <laughs> and we have and whether you oh know my. all of this or not. Yeah, we have a story. We have mm. we have a connection here that it's not a sh- it's 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 strong, it, mm. it, but but it's not it's not something that we've ever discussed. Right. And you have a painting mm-hmm. that you it it's a self-portrait, correct? Yes. So so Discuss a little bit about that, a little bit about that process, mm. if you don't mind. No. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's beautiful. You, so we'll slide that one in the video, too. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. We're going to have to just. Yeah. just so, yeah, so anybody just listening what? to this. Yeah. If you're listening to this, um, you're going you're gonna to want to go check it out on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So you please can get the go video. watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think all good stories start with one night in ceremony. Okay, <laughs> I like it. That's what my version. It of all started with a handful of mushrooms. Yeah, a cup of ayahuasca. Yeah, parallel. It's just like yeah. an experience. So one night during ceremony, uh, it was a, it was a relatively it was a very deep, deep night, very deep, deep um, journey. And um, when I was in this space, the spirit had asked me if I would like to know my origin. And I was, uh, yes, absolutely. I would love, I would love that. And and it, it started. It was really strange. It was like almost like highlighting on my growing up and things that worked for me and things that didn't work. And it was like you know just reiterating like you're you're human right now, but mm-hmm. your spirit, your origin is of a much more ancient breed. And it said that you are one of a feline humanoid race and um and it's just 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 translating you know that i was this ancient spirit mm-hmm. but inhabiting a human form on this planet right now for good reason and but of feline origin of, of feline origin yeah so i wonder if you were like chasing the blue avians around like uh like tom like tomcat and tweety bird right you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't, it's hard to say. You did, know, did you get any understanding of the the, the uh, feline? Well, to well, while it was while it was speaking, you know, that portrait presented itself. It kind of like just emerged. It's almost like looking into a crystal ball, right? You know, right. and it was like, you know, and um, it appeared, and it was just looking r- r- right at me, and this energy flowing out of the 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 head center and the, the mind, you know, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, holy. Yeah, now, when gone. you're seeing this, are you seeing the color palette that you painted in, or are you yes. seeing a version of it? So you're, you're yes, I saw the stripes, and it was a purple infusion, and I painted 
the the skin was is like my favorite color in the world and rightfully so you know and even when i was looking at it that night it was it was a teal skin night, is that, that, like that blue green aqua green aqua yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's just i'm so attracted to it i can't you know what's interesting is we it. were just in an office yesterday with one of our clients and they had a their walls were that color but yeah, a, a, but a, a lighter version of it and mm. i was like i was so attracted to those walls and i just now thought about that same color yeah i told i told our client i said i love this color it's calming but yeah, yeah. it was very yeah yeah same color anyway go ahead sorry yeah ADD. um you know so so when when i was receiving this this uh visitation so to speak i i was like like it just felt right and i went into I went into like how my entire life I've had this incredible reverence for for cats and every relationship I've ever had with any cat ever in my life has been incredible. Mm -hmm. And the fact that when I was first born, my mom knitted me this picture of this psychedelic paisley cat with my birth date on it and Jeffrey, you know, and it was that stuff that was coming online, the stuff that's been in my mind it's been since hanging out there. Yeah, yeah and it was like and it was just aligning all of these like affirmations and these coalescing um just give just kind of like this is what's going on yeah you know and um w not scary whatsoever it was actually it felt great i was like oh no wonder I, i've had such a hard time on this planet you know so far it's just been uh it's i just never felt comfortable right you know, I always felt like an alien, so to speak. Sure, <laughs> like, sure. I guess, you know, sure. so. Um, I get that. Yeah. I totally get so that. So it's just like an affirmation of like, you know, it's. it's yeah, you right. are an alien. Congratulations. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. You yeah. found a, you found a, a higher layer, higher level and a mirror reflection of yourself mm. on that higher plane. What's, what's absolutely crazy is through all these different events there are so many parallels to that painting mm. not that i compare the painting that i ultimately ended up with that i you know with, as an artist and you can understand this not happy with you know what's that like right right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i found myself experiencing on a heavy dose of psychedelics um this this thing this divine femininity this and what ultimately ended up what I truly believe being my cat mm. who I have a very strong bond with at home while I was at tribe night in a ceremonial experience, it was communicating to me through an item that belonged to Adam. I'm with Adam at his house mm. the whole time I'm under, you know, that three, four hour period, six hour period, whatever it is. Mm. My cat was weird. And the first thing my wife said to me the next day when I was on my way home, hey, I'm on my way home. It's a great night. It's kind of weird. Felt like there was a cat with me. And she goes, oh, my God, uh, your cat went crazy. So there's a mm. lot of connective tissue to what my cat was going through to what I experienced. And the only way that I could really get all of the things that I was feeling and all these realizations and this interconnectivity out was to paint a painting. Mm, sure. And so what it ended up being was a green very very much your hue wow of green with purple and and purple almost like octopus mm, tentacles mm. that go out um very similar to yours yellow eyes wow. yellow i've never seen this painting of yours by the way mm. not once 
but I was approached by this feline, divine, whether it was my cat or this other. Interesting. Well, and, and just to drill home, like how crazy his cat was acting, because mm. it's, it's important to get this across. It's like, so they had just moved into a new house. We had given them a curtain rod from our mm -hmm. old house. And that curtain rod hadn't been put up, put up yet. So it was sitting in the floor in the living room. Mm -hmm. And his cat, which is a very, you know, very cool, normal cat, hops off the couch, leaves his wife and goes and crouches down and just puts her face. Just buried, just buried her face. Right up against that curtain rod. Wow. Right, which is my curtain rod. Mm. He's with me. And this cat does it for like four hours. And his wife keeps going to pick That's her up. bizarre. And They're she's like, yeah. the, his cat's all tensed up. Like she's got rigor mortis or something. Mm. And just and she puts her on the couch. And the cat hops off the couch and runs straight back to the curtain rod. Wow. And she and his wife's like, fucking, do we need to take her to the vet? You know, like what's going on? It was completely bizarre. Meanwhile, he's with me. And uh, and he's seeing these feline eyes just and feeling the presence of this feline wow. entity. It was yeah, and, and 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 then he gets in the car and tells his wife, oh, it was really cool, but I kept feeling this cat." And that she goes, is that's bizarre. Yeah, it was it was in hindsight of me telling her about my experience with the feline that she goes, "I can't believe you just said that. You're never gonna believe what happened to your cat." Because she mm. couldn't wait to tell me. Um, she could not wait. And uh, what what ended up happening was we we had cross pollinated these two stories to the understanding of I really have no doubt it was it was my cat it was it was mm. um, and, and we've beat our heads against the walls to what that means and in the process of yeah. this he goes well have you ever seen Jeff's self portrait yeah. I was like no 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 let me check that out and then I open it up and I go oh my god I just made a he didn't know I'd painted. I don't, the painting already existed before he wow. had told me about the painting. This is three weeks after this had happened where we're still digesting this process. Yeah. But I feel in my heart of hearts that whatever you experienced in your divine feline self that I, I, I had also in a strange way mm. interacted in that same space or connected with that version of myself on whatever How layer. How bizarre is that? That is... You can't the, make this stuff up. To the point, our paintings are drastically different, but mm. the fucking colors, yeah, the the details, the purple and the use that you use it, and then the the way that I used it, the yellow eyes, the green, it it, it it's you cannot deny mm. that there is a, and I like to to think, and I talk about that that if you go into Buddhism, that eighth layer of conscious, that shared consciousness, mm. we both have existed and operated there and you've come back and done what you've done. And I just so happen to be lucky. Wow. I, I don't do this all the time when I, I when I have a psychedelic experience, but it was bizarre, man. It was, it yeah. was, um, it's a, it's a very real thing that in a heavy thing that I walk around with seeing that piece mm. and then knowing the story behind it and then get to hearing it from the horse's mouth. And then, and then mm. my version of it, there's, there's an interconnectivity. Mm. to all human consciousness oh definitely and i just it's so funny that for the longest adam's known you very you know intimately mm -hmm. and, and closely and you guys are friends and we haven't actually been in the room right but through the triangulation of that mm. he's going you guys are you guys are so similar you guys are the same person yeah right? yeah and i go ah, there's no way there's no way he's uh, we're, we're so very different or whatever but 
it, it bleeds into that that eighth layer, that drip consciousness, oh, totally, that yeah. co- collective consciousness, because there is simply nobody who could ever see those two paintings, hear this story, and not go. There's no correlation. I don't see it. You guys are. You guys. Yeah, are yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. guys are it's drawing. It's fascinating lines. the similarities. Yeah. When when I showed him that picture that you did, uh, the origin picture, and then he, his eyes got big as saucers, and he's like, dude. Come look at this fucking painting I did, mm. and then I like to shit myself. It was amazing, but yeah. there's, there is, you know, we talk about this gravity that you create whenever you're living in truth, and you're pursuing your highest purpose, mm. and you begin to create this gravity where you start to collect, or bring into your orbit, other entities, beings like yourself, you know, mm. through this vibrational attraction that Absolutely. goes on, right? This harmonic resonance we send out mm-hmm. into the universe, mm-hmm. and we start to attract these people. And um, I believe that we all, uh, you know, we're not just attracted in the physical in the sense that, like, you know, you're now here, right? You're now here. We're all here physically. But you two having never met, we're mm-hmm. still connected through this web in, yeah. in a very close proximity mm-hmm. uh, through your vibrational, maybe through us being so close you know, or, or whatever it is. Mm. Or maybe we knew each other before. Or maybe, yeah. knew each, yeah. I, you know, and yeah. I, I tend to think that we're rebuilding a tribe from long, long ago, you know, mm-hmm. and it's uh, something we've all talked about together is if you're anyone listening to this in the audience or watching this is like, has anyone else out there been living a life for the last, let's just say a few years, maybe longer, right? But let's say two, three, four, five years where you've just been getting closer and closer to your higher purpose and doing more and more of what you're meant to be doing and, mm. and generating a life for yourself, transmuting a life for yourself mm. out of the one that was, and you find yourself collecting and connecting with more and more people like you. And right. more synchronicities start happening. Gaining so much momentum. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a momentum thing. You know, mm-hmm. the, the universe conspires in your favor when you're doing shit the way you should be. Right. And we've just been just we've just been inundated with synchronicities, mm-hmm. you know, our whole tribe. You know, mm-hmm. all three of us and our families and our our circle of friends outside of that, which, you know, we um, may not have time to get into all that right now. Mm. But like, the whole crazy web of how things have connected all of us. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Eventually it hits you over the head so much you can't go, that was a great dink. Coincidence doesn't exist. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you can no longer go, what a. Well, I think of a coincidence. Yeah, you go. That's a that's a universe. I think you know the a causal connecting principle. A causal connecting principles. Yes, I I think it's easy to call something a coincidence when it seems to happen in a vacuum on its own. You know, and if maybe you have just one momentary flare up of living your best life, living your higher purpose, living in truth, you may get a synchronicity, a standalone synchronicity, and it's going to for all you know, intents and purposes, it's going to look like a coincidence. Sure. Mm. Because it's not in a chain, you know? It's just kind of a standalone wink from the universe. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, pay attention. Do more of that thing you're doing, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, Or maybe it's telling you, hey, stop doing that thing you're doing, you know? But when you're, I, I think what I'm finding from all the people that I talk to from around the world that are living this sort of life is like, whenever you are, you know, really living in that higher purpose, you'll find that those things start chaining themselves together. Mm-hmm. You know, your synchronicities will just start piling up, and oh, piling absolutely. up, and piling up. And then they get overwhelming to the point where you can you can ignore them. 
or or just they become commonplace <laughs> and then you kind of yeah it's I, like I, walking past the flowers in your in your garden out front yeah you can literally have so many things beating over the beating over your head that you lose your you lose your sense of oh these are signs you know because these just happen to me all the time mm -hmm. but it's in those moments where they're happening as to where you god really what what a what a what a place to be grateful for in your life if your synchronicities are just beating you over the head like rain in a thunderstorm yeah and you they, know they they will and they what a can, reason to be thankful but you can you can fuck that up yeah because I have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can fuck that up. You can really it be can on be a done. path. <laughs> and it's all beating you over the head. And you just go, mm, I'm doing everything right. And then in that moment, you start doing it all wrong. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, it, it's, it's very Fuck it possible. all off. Yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't take as much discipline as I think people think when they look. It looks daunting to start the practice yeah, of yeah. becoming more conscious and, and becoming more aware and being able to channel and create like uh, art like Jeff does, you know, even to me who sits here and, and, and listens to him talk and, and gets to have the conversations go, I, I've thought that before. It's very daunting or whatever. But then you meet the guy and you hear him talk, you hear him speak, and you go, oh, he's just living in truth. Yeah, yeah. He's just walking the walk. That's it. It doesn't seem too daunting. Yep. And then you see the fruit picked from that tree and you see, mm -hmm. see all the things created. But, but yeah. You can get beaten over the head with it so much that you think you got it figured out, but maybe you're getting beaten over the head with it because you got one more, yeah, one more page to turn, one more thing to do. So let's uh, let's start reeling this in. Let's take a few minutes, sort of, to 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 circle the wagons. Yeah, bring this back around, and and sort of uh, and just just package this this wonderful conversation up, and then we'll we'll wrap it up for today, and we're gonna do this again tomorrow. Yes. So anyone listening on the Instagram live, anyone watching on YouTube after the fact, anyone listening on any other podcast platform um, later, there's going to be a second part to this, maybe part three. We'll let you know mm -hmm. in the next part. But so we uh, we hit on a few things here. So um, the, the, the beauty and the importance of art as an expression of consciousness mm. and to be used to to uplift consciousness and to be aware of, of the impact of art. Mm -hmm. on consciousness um the importance of mindfulness in creating that space to let the creativity flow absolutely understanding what it means to be so present that you become absent mm. in the process of creation mm. uh how to create a uh um, a mindset or to to move yourself into a mindset of abundance rather than scarcity mm. gratitude instead of fear and how to live in truth and follow your higher calling so that you create a gravity in which people and things and occasions and opportunities and synchronicities start to to slide and vibrate into your orbit. And mm -hmm. then shit starts just getting better and better from there. Yep. It's mm -hmm. kind of what it's about. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? That's beautifully put. Yeah. Beautifully absolutely. put. Absolutely. Is that what we're doing here? Is that what this is that that's kind of the nutshell of this of this conversation. Yeah, I feel like. yeah. I mean, we touched on so many so many things, and this it's such a dense or deep yeah uh, topic of discussion. You know, there's a lot to go into. And, Beautiful. And um, it, I think it, it's all it's all important. It's all yeah. relative, and it could be it could be utilized to for many different yeah reasons. You know, um, 
Well, I'm thankful for these conversations. Yeah. You oh, know, absolutely. We've been look, tremendous. We've been looking forward to this for a long time. I know. Yeah. I, I, know. I, 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 I was inundated and overwhelmed with, with questions to ask and, and uh, so thankful that you are so present and mindful and articulate in the way that you are, mm. that I've had these questions in my back pocket and you could have been like, I don't know, just kind of comes to me. <laughs> so it's, it's a beautiful it's thing. It's just what I do. To have what these, I do. Yeah. To have these conversations, you'd be so, so, um, uh, self-aware in the process and the understanding that you have. And it only furthers me and, uh, my journey and the journey that we're mm. all taking inward to grow ourselves outward, mm. to be a better person. I, I appreciate uh, uh, every word and the time, and I, mm. I I literally can't wait for part two today. Oh yeah, yeah no, but thank thank both of you, you this know, for wonderful. this because um, you're so welcome. What a tremendously important and loving connection that it that we that we have, you mm -hmm. know, and that we're using this platform uh, for self-expression and in the hopes that by us communicating our stories you know flowers further uh development of consciousness and creativity and oh, expression yeah. to many many more that's people, it man. you know and uh the pollination and germination of the higher realms and higher you know more present in the awareness you know yeah that's it man well that's what we're here to do is uh to help uplift inspire enlighten entertain you know it's wayfinder for a reason Yep. You know, this is our journey in real time, trying yeah. to find our way through shit. And, yep. uh, you know, we're, we're bringing everybody along for that journey. And, um, you know, we're, we're thankful that, uh, that you're part of the tribe and mm. that you're in our path, that you're in our lives. And I think that everybody's lives could be enriched by, by checking out your art and making it a part of your life. You know, own, go own a piece of, of Jeff's art. I mean, you can get that. Um, go to his Instagram at Jeff Sullivan Art. Uh, you can go to, uh, is it JeffSullivanArt.com? Yes. Yep, JeffSullivanArt.com. Go buy some of his art, man. You can get prints on there for, you know, next to nothing. I mean, I think that everybody should have some in their house. Absolutely beautiful prints. Yeah, yeah. You've got one hanging on your wall, and you cannot walk past it without feeling the energy of it. It's gorgeous. Yeah, everybody comes gorgeous. into my house, sees, hmm. sees that print, and they're just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, it's just, it's stunning. So, guys, go to JeffSullivanArt.com. Go to at JeffSullivanArt on Instagram. Other platforms? Is that the two big ones? Yeah. Let's just do that. It's easy. Yeah. Let's keep it simple for everybody. Yep. Jeff Sullivan. Start there. Work your way out. Yeah. Work your way out. Yep. Um, and you can really uh, follow him on Instagram and see all of the all the posts that he makes, you know, um, a lot of his art and, and just uh, thoughts and stuff like that. So it's really cool to do. Mm. And uh, we appreciate you guys for that. Make sure that you um, that you like and share and subscribe and all that stuff on all of our platforms or not all of them, but whatever you want, whatever it is that you want to listen to, if it's iTunes or I Apple Podcasts or YouTube or whatever. Of course, YouTube, you're going to get the videos, uh, iTunes and stuff. You get great audio still. Um, and uh, we also, you can go to wayfinderpodcast.com and get access to all of the platforms in one place, including the Patreon. And we hope that you guys uh, are, are impacted and, you know, at some point in such a way that you feel uh, divinely driven to uh, help donate to support the podcast. Uh, you can get in there for like three dollars a month and help support this podcast. And you know, we uh, we we brought Jeff down here from from Connecticut, mm -hmm. right? This is something that you guys can help support, so that we can bring more wonderful thinkers, artists, visionaries, um, you know, into the studio, so that we can give you guys the best kind of content possible. So let's go to wayfinderpodcast.com 
and uh and go support us on the patreon uh also comments and ratings on particularly like itunes yeah really love those even if it's loved it great job yeah <laughs> hated it terrible we leave the comment well, yeah leave it yeah we don't mm. care if you you know i mean if uh let us know let us know we, just we can want, take it we can take we it. can take it and and it bumps us up on the algorithm so that we get more exposure so that we can get this conversation and other ones like it to more people so if you feel mm. like you've been impacted in some positive way which is ultimately the goal here then obviously you know you should want to share that with as many people as possible mm-hmm. so absolutely go rate this on itunes give us five stars give us a brief summary of why you liked it and we will give you a shout out also questions if you guys have any questions you want us to ask including uh anyone on instagram live that sees this if you got a question you want to ask jeff for tomorrow um ask away and we will uh send that to uh to jeff well send it to me send it to <laughs> send it to me dm it to me jeff won't fucking send it to me uh <laughs> and then we'll, we'll ask him and uh and and then we'll we'll, yeah, we'll we'll read your questions here uh all your feedback is appreciated so that's all we got for today guys we appreciate you tuning in may the light be upon you may peace be within you mm. and may you be a son on the paths of all men god bless you guys we'll see you tomorrow peace out peace